Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. Good morning, everybody. It is Dave Mormon here, home service business coach, coming at you for another live episode here to help bring you some practical tips to help grow your service-based business. And as we are in our first quarter here, these are really important things to be talking about because what I found in this business, and I still find, is that in Q1, right, January, February, March, we're really building out like the framework for our business for the upcoming year. And so it's important that we get these key building blocks done right because, you know, a mentor once told me, he said, Dave, you build your container early on in quarter one, and then you just go out and operate the business the rest of the year, right? It's extremely difficult to make key changes when you're like mid busy season. And so this is like a great time for reflection and a great time to dial in different systems into your business. So I wanted to bring you value today in a bit of a shorter episode, but one thing I wanted to talk about is just the mindset around business and the mindset around how are you going about building your business, whether you have you know, a landscaping business, whether you paint houses, whether you clean windows. You know, the theme of this podcast, I don't really care what you do, as long as you go about and build the business systems the right way, um, then I'm going to be happy with with what you've done. So what I want to talk about today is the key difference of building your business for today versus building your business for tomorrow and specifically how that's portrayed to your customers because you can totally go out and build a business for a quick buck, right? And a lot of your competitors are doing that. They're like literally approaching this year is 2022. Just like, how can I go out and crush it and make like 50,000 or $100,000 this year, whatever they want to be making versus you saying, hey, you know, the money I make this year is like important, but it's not, I'm not going to be chasing a quick buck. I'm going to actually be building something of long-term sustainable value. And I think when you go out and talk to the marketplace, to anyone who's achieved any level of success in business or life, and again, it's a whole rabbit trail on how you define success, but they'll usually tell you like it took time and it was like a lot of hard work, right? And so there is no such thing as an overnight success. And I think you need to come to terms with that with your business that if you want to build something sustainable that stands the test of time you got to be in it for the long haul and you want to build something sustainable. And at the end of the day, like you're going to find people, you know, that might pull one over on customers. Right. And you might've even found that in your own journey where, you know, you, there's a difference from like having like a really profitable job. And then you just like kind of ripped off the client in my opinion, like for example, say a really good day for your guys is doing like $2,500 in a day you know, you bill out at like $200 an hour per guy, 
and that's like great and you know your numbers and you know you can be really profitable on that and that's fantastic like go stack those days up as long as there's lots of value for the customer but there's other days where like say you rip through the job right and you do like four thousand dollars in a day and you bill out like way higher than your like astronomical dream um, and that will happen to you a few days in, in business. And I've had that myself. And you got to always ask yourself, like, if I was the customer, would I be happy with that? Right. And I've talked to some competitors in our local space that they've gotten away with that type of stuff. And like, in my opinion, um, that's chasing like a quick buck. In my opinion, you're like, wow, I absolutely cleaned up this day. Now, you know, if you're just approaching it strictly from a capitalistic perspective, yeah, like you should be scraping every single last dollar trying to, you know, get ahead. I guess I approach my business, yes, from a capitalistic standpoint, but also from one of like, do like golden rule, right from the Bible, like do unto others how you'd want to have done to you. And I just think that type of behavior will catch up with you at some point. So just to caution you, like, you know, you can't really have it both ways. Like I like to, you know, be very fair with clients and also run a profitable business. But I do think there's a tipping point where you just make an obscene amount in one day. And, you know, the chances are that customer is going to go tell someone else what they paid. Uh, and if you can't look in the mirror and be like, we provided that much value for that customer, I would literally call that customer up and offer we'd like to send you some money back. And you might be shutting off this podcast right now being like, Dave, we're in business. We're not sending money back this and that. It's like, no, if you don't provide enough value to charge, you know, a top dollar for, and you don't believe in that and stand by your service, then I think you're just running like a bit of a scam. Like you got to really believe in what you provide to customers and you got to make sure that things are in equilibrium because at the end of the day, it's going to catch up to you and like business just needs to be a fair equitable transaction i don't care if you're selling a house paint job or you're selling a pack of gum or you're selling a service it doesn't matter it's got to be fair for both sides and so i just want was just pondering on that the last couple of weeks and wanted to make some short content around that here on this channel and just say like be very clear what you're building this business for and the timeline that you're building it for and there's also something in business called goodwill and reputation and as you get on in business years you know three four five six seven eight nine ten that reputation gets risked every single time your service truck pulls up to a property right i look at our crew this last year we did like over well over 1100 jobs and now that we're the top ranked company in the area we put our reputation on the line every single time we go out in service, right? We go and do a little $300 window clean, or we go and clean a roof for $2,500, whatever it is. We're putting the Revive name like literally out in the open for customers to jump all over us if we do a poor job. And so what you'll find as you grow your brand is it's not even worth like if you remove the ethical part of ripping someone off like if you're honestly okay with that okay but you're gonna do harm to your brand because someone's gonna find out that you charged you know mrs smith x amount and didn't provide the value and pulled one over and that's gonna be very detrimental to your business and no amount of money is worth 
ever selling out your ethics for or your character. So just keep that in mind, like never be so desperate to sign a client that you start, you know, throwing your morals out the window or your ethics. That's literally all you have, right? And if you look at like old school businesses, they didn't even have contracts, right? We live in such a legal litigious, like write everything down contract society. And at the end of the day, you just want to make sure business is fair. And, you know, unfortunately, we do need to have everything in writing because there's people that will try, you know, take you to the cleaners if they can. But I think you'll stand apart in your marketplace is if you can have ethics of your business that you can basically do business on a handshake. Now, still have legally binding agreements and everything and consult your local attorney to draw that stuff up. That's important. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying run your business as if you didn't need to have those, right? The last thing you, and and these are the things that frustrate me in business when we're going back and forth with clients saying, oh, you didn't read the fine print, this and that, like, oh, we're going to charge you an extra, you know, $100 to change your Christmas lights. It's just like all these little charges at the end of the day, I think need to get trumped by the fact of, are you building this business long-term? That's number one. And number two, what would you want to have done if you're the client, right? Or, and, and a mentor once told me, right, don't trip over pennies on your way to dollars, right? And and there's service providers in our area, they'll lose sleep. They're like, Mrs. Smith didn't pay our change order charge or whatever. I'm like, are you being so dumb you're losing sleep over $150 charge? How about Mrs. Smith is worth you know, $18,000 to you over the next 10 years because she's going to hire you for cleaning and Christmas lights and refer you and you're losing sleep over this little charge like you're tripping over pennies on your way to dollars so just keep that mindset I'm not saying roll over for customers there's certain customers that need to get put in their place and we find that in my business with our operations manager can be a little bit more of a of a bad cop than I can and be like hey the buck stops here. They're not getting away with that for this, this, and this. And and that's okay, right? I'll defer to my manager's judgment. But at the end of the day, for me, it's always about valuing my time. And is this going to be worth four hours of Dave's time to go back and forth over email, visit the customer over a little thousand dollar job? Like my opinion, no. Back in the day, uh, when I wasn't as regulated as an entrepreneur emotionally, yeah, I'd probably would go go fight for that, right? And so at the end of the day, you got to figure out what do you want from your business? You got to figure out how do you want to run this business? And you got to figure out if you were on the client side, how would you want things done to you? And I don't think a lot of service providers actually approach business that way, right? They approach it with this like, limited scarcity mindset i have 12 months i gotta get what's mine i gotta literally save and scrimp and save every last dollar i'm not going to give any of it away i'm going to be cheap with my people like that's just a great way to build like a terrible company so the moral of the story don't go after chasing the quick buck you're way better building a long-term business of sustaining value and, and that really loves and cares on customers. And there's something called a brand, right? Which is how customers actually talk about you. This is what Jeff Bezos said back in the day. Your brand is how customers talk about you. It's what they say about you when you, the business owner, are not listening, right? Like, wow, does that ever hit hard, right? If I'm not in the room, 
what's our customers saying about revive right are they saying this is such high service company are they saying they're so expensive and they didn't give me the value and their crew is grumpy and when i called in i never got my thing dealt with and i just gave up on them and i'm never hiring them again right it's like that's the type of stuff that should keep you up at night not the little 150 dollars of change orders it's like what is the mass market actually saying about your brand and those are the companies that stand the test of time that actually go out of their way and care for the customer and I'll, I'll give it up to one of our show sponsors here right is is jobber um i just finished speaking at their conference last month and like these guys these girls do such a good job loving and caring on their customers right i'm on their ambassador team and so i refer uh contractors to them because we use that software at my service business and i think it's the easiest software to use especially if you have a cleaning company in my opinion um and they send me stuff in the mail like every month, right? It's candy, charcuterie board, t-shirts. Like I could rattle off 50 things they've sent me over the last few years. And it's just like their brand they're creating, they're building so much goodwill with me of just like, yeah, you could say they're buying my vote. Sure, they're bribing me, maybe. But at the end of the day, they just love and care on their customers, right? Their goal is that home service business owners win and that they create a great lifestyle for them and their family, that they're profitable, that they can live an amazing dream life and that their business is ultimately a vehicle to provide a business owner with an ideal lifestyle, right? And that's what I want for you as well, listening to this talk. And so that's just a small example of like how a company really does it right. Uh, and takes care of their clients. And so I'd come off this talk just thinking like, yeah, what am I actually doing to build great goodwill in the market? Because like one common trait, my opinion, a lot of small service business owners have in common is like, they're not very self-aware, right? And Gary Vee talks about this a lot. Like you've been doing this now for 10 years. Like you're just running this business with blinders on. You're actually not aware of like how cheap you're charging how you're like a poor leader and how you don't actually have the customer's best interests in hand. So this might be a bit of a wake up call for you. And you and you might hate to hear that say that, right? You might fight back and say, Dave, you have no idea. You don't know my business. And that that's probably true. I don't know your business, but I talk to enough service business owners to know trends and how we can put blinders up. And I have blinders up in my own business as well, right? We're coming up on six years here this spring. Um, there's blinders in my leadership style as well that I need to get, I need my coach to call me out. I need a community to rally around and say, you know what, I think you're actually wrong here. Um, we should look at doing things this way. And so I think it comes down to throwing your ego out with your business and just having the humility of listening to your customers and also having the humility of saying, you know what, I can, like there's win-win for everybody, right? Big, abundant, massive mindset. The more you give away, the more you get, the more you take care of your people, the more they take care of you, the more you take care of clients, the more they refer you, love on you, hire you. That's just the lens through uh, which I see the world. Uh, and you might not share that same worldview and that's fine. Um, but that's just firmly what I believe. And that's what I've seen happen the last 14 years of my journey is the more you take care of people, it comes back to you like literally tenfold, I think is not even doing it justice. Like it's just amazing. If you go say, cut a check today to a local charity, just watch what happens in the next 30 days. There's going to be some weird story where you're like, 
Dave, you said on your podcast, this and this, I wrote this check to this charity and look what happened. I got this massive thing, right? It's just, it's a weird way of how the world works. Um, personally for me, not getting too deep here, but I believe there's a higher power. I believe in my faith that we actually aren't controlling the world, right? I believe God controls the world and he's put us on earth and we need to be stewards of this earth, this kingdom we've been given. And so, you know, my pastor said to me back in the days, like you can't outgive God. Right. And I don't think you can, like, I just literally think if you sow enough seeds out in the world, you plant enough seeds, you're going to get that harvest back um, tenfold, hundredfold, thousandfold, whatever it is. So the end of the day, however you want to run your business, completely up to you. I'm just sharing my two cents with you on this channel. I think the best way you can operate your business is building it for the long haul, you know, at least a 10 year plan and also really seeing the business through the lens of the customer. If you can do that properly, everything's going to make sense, right? You first need to chase a high quality customer experience and the profits will come, the free time will come, the speaking opportunities will come, whatever it is that you want from your business, um, it will come to fruition if you go out and build it properly, right? Business and life are lived through the inside out, right? You don't just go post on social media how awesome you are. You actually become awesome internally. And people will post about you saying how great you are, right? You, you don't want to just go out and have a big brag fest about your business. Honestly, build the guts out of it properly, right? make the fulfillment incredible. And that's one thing I'll leave you with bugs me about this business coaching space is sometimes the best quote unquote business coaches are just the best marketers, right? They go and promote, Oh, look at all this money this person made. Like at the end of the day, there's a lot of coaching companies I think are just great marketers. You need to have like the most incredible 12 out of 10 world-class fulfillment in being a great coach and helping people get to their goals and truly care uh, and in turn, your coaching business will blow up, right? It's the same way I approach my cleaning business is build the guts out of fulfillment, teach the team service, give them awesome equipment, take care of them, love on them. They're going to go out and take care of the clients, right? We don't just go market our stuff without actually doing any work internally. You first build out the guts internally and then you, and, and then, you know, externally people will talk about you in a good way. And that's getting back to brand again, right? What are people saying when you're not actually listening in? So I'll wrap up there. Don't just chase the quick buck, you know, for today. It's not about today's payday. Literally don't look like down and in on your business, like look up and look out, right? Look at all the opportunities available how you can build this thing over 10 years. And you're going to be amazed at what comes back to you uh, as you build this thing out. So I'll leave you with the quote. People will overestimate what they'll get done in one year, but they'll underestimate what they can get done in three years or five years. Okay. So look at this next year ahead, be very excited, but it's okay that you're not going to get everything done this year, right? We can always push stuff into a three-year plan. My coaching program, actually, we've recently, a couple months ago now, we've pivoted. It's now a three-year framework of me working with someone. You know, I'm not just going to come in and give you a little eight-week program and take this tip and do this and that. When you're building a business, a home service business, it takes time. And the only people I'm interested in working with now are on a three-year 
process walking through stage one, stage two, stage three. I've built out all that curriculum of what you got to do to get your business actually more semi-automated where it can run without you. Uh, and most people, it takes three years to actually get to that level. So I've seen it done quicker and I've seen it done longer, but generally we're working with a three-year framework now. So, you know, it's not a microwave solution. You got to slow cook this thing, this business, you got to be patient. And I think that's why people can't do this, you know, for more than a few years is because they just get burnt out. So running a business, is very difficult. Um, congratulations, you've signed up for a mission uh, and it's time to put the work in now and get this thing rocking. So I really hope guys that this landed for you. I just wanted to capture some of my thoughts today. I was feeling inspired and I said, you know what? I got to turn on this microphone and just speak out this truth that I believe about business and about life into the world. So I really hope it landed with you. And I hope that it helps frame up some of your mindset for how you see the world uh, and how you see like the good that your business can have. And, you know, send me an email too. If you give some money away or do something great, um, let me know the story of something cool that comes back to you because I know good things are going to be happening. You know, the more, the more you can give, the more you're going to get. Um, and that's not why you give. It's just a funky thing of the universe. Don't ask me why, but it's been true in my life and uh, many of my loved ones as well. So we'll wrap up there, everyone. I wish you well. Uh, God bless this next year of business. And feel free to drop me an email or say hi to me on Instagram uh, at Home Service Business Coach. I appreciate you. I do this podcast for free and I hope it landed with you. And I wish you well the rest of your day. Take care, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.